0: we are continuing our conversation of on the ergonomics of life. Uh, as many of you know, we're rolling out the 12 elements of health and February's element is ergonomics. Last week, we discussed about Kind of basic bending, twisting, lifting, sleeping, workstations. And as a part of that podcast, I was going to include some baby tips, taking care of baby when you're pregnant, as they get older and become toddlers. And as I started doing my research on the different things that I wanted to share with you, I realized that is an entire topic all to itself. There is so much that goes into the ergonomics of living when you're living with a baby. Babies are awesome, but they're also heavy, right? Even if a baby's only 10 pounds, it's still about the weight of a bowling ball. And so how you carry them, how you move them, how you lift them is really important when it comes to your spinal health, your muscular health. And I know for myself, since we specialize in pregnancy and pediatrics at the practice, we see so many new moms that it's, they really have a hard time biomechanically and structurally um, and, and go through a lot of musculoskeletal pain just because of improper lifting and, and movements. You you think about it, you give birth, your body expands for, for the baby as it grows. And then you have this unbelievable process that you go through during the birth process where you literally give birth to another human being. Your body has to open up to allow for that. And now your body has to come back together, meaning the pelvis joints, the lumbar spine, the the entire pelvis region has to kind of come back together at a time in your life where you're not sleeping well, where you're now carrying something that has weight to it in front of your body. You're lifting a lot and you're just overall (laughs) exhausted. And so the fact that our bodies struggle as we have new babies, it it isn't surprising to me as a chiropractor. So let's talk about how can you make your ergonomics as good as possible for some people, no matter if they're doing it perfectly, even if you have your perfect ergonomics for your workstation, if you're sitting there for nine hours a day, it's still not good for our bodies as we talked about last week. So let's talk about to begin with sleep. So you're pregnant, you got this big old belly, right? And you're trying to find comfortable positions for sleep. There's a number of positions they don't recommend. Laying on your back, laying on your belly, Um, It's just not as good for baby. So sleeping on your side is the preferable uh, way to sleep and sleeping on your left side is actually going to support blood flow to the placenta and the baby. Um, Yeah, you gotta roll over on your right side every once in a while, you're okay. But if you're able to get comfortable on that left side, that's the preferred side just like we talked about sleep for normal humans that aren't carrying a baby in their belly. Um, you want to make sure that your pillow that you're laying on for, for your head doesn't cause your head to tip up or to tip down. You want it to be in alignment. So if you're looking at your forehead, your nose, your mouth, and all the way down your body, that should be in one straight line. And then I'm a big fan of having pillows as again, I like have five pillows in my bed and I'm not pregnant. And, uh, and, but when you're pregnant, having those support pillows and a pregnancy pillow can just be absolutely life-changing and really help you get into a position where you can get sleep. For some people, they really struggle with this. And my opinion is getting sleep is really important. Um, but trying to sleep in those preferred positions is going to be healthier for baby. As far as nursing, once baby comes, you now have this six, seven, eight, nine, 10 pound baby that you're trying to feed. Whether you're really nursing or bottle feeding, a lot of this goes hand in hand, but I'm a big proponent of getting a nursing pillow or at least having pillows around you that you can use that, that act like a nursing pillow. You want baby to be lifted up, not by your arms and your strength. You want the pillow, the baby to be laying on the pillow comfortably so that you don't have to quote-unquote, hold the baby the entire time. You want the pillow to hold the baby. And then you want your shoulders to be down and relaxed, kind of like that workstation position we talked about. You don't want your shoulders to be hiked up around your ears because that's not good for your cervicals, your thoracics, all your trap muscles and all the muscles in that upper back area. They'd be just doing double time if you're all hunched up. And then you want to make sure that the baby is is facing towards you and that you're belly to belly with the baby. This is just better for good nursing um, positions and also helps the baby digest food better. One tip I saw was um, having the baby nose to nipple, which is going to help an increase, a deeper latch for the baby. And then as much as you want to look at your baby the entire time, just like Tex neck, you can get You can get nursing neck or bottle feeding neck where you're just having your head in too much of a flexed position for too long so take some breaks i'm not telling you to not look at your baby that would be unkind but take some breaks in in that forward flexion position and that'll give you your neck some relief the last part of nursing in a good position which again refers back to something we talked about the work position is you want your back to be all the way back on the couch, on a chair, wherever, wherever you're nursing the baby. And so when, you're, when your butt's all the way to the back of that chair, your legs may not either touch the ground, or if they do, you're putting some strain on your low back because your thighs are angled down. So if that's the case for you, depending on how tall you are, someone that's six feet tall probably can get away without it. But if you're 5'2", you're probably going to need a pillow under your feet or kind of one of those ergonomic support. Um, You can get them, you can order them anywhere uh, where it lifts up your feet so that your legs are about parallel to the floor. That's going to take a lot of pressure off of that low back. Now we're going to get On to my favorite part, which is so difficult to tell you how to do it correctly, because there's really just no good way, is carrying one of those car seat carriers. They're bulky, they're heavy, then you add a baby to it and they're even heavier, they're awkward. So a lot of moms come in and they they have it on one arm on the side and you know i understand sometimes they have a toddler in the other hand right there's there, sometimes you just can't do this perfectly but the very best way to do this to avoid strain on your low back is to be able to bend down when you when you pick the baby up in it and pick it up with both hands and carry it in front of your body as close to your body as you can that is the best way to carry a car seat carrier without putting as much strain on the back and the neck that being said I, I mean, when I pick it up for my patients, like let's say they come into the practice and they're in the waiting room, I'm like, oh, I'll grab baby. And I carry it just 15 feet to my office. I, I, I realize how straining this is. So um, this is not a commercial for chiropractic care, but wow, it's such a good benefit to make sure that your spine is in alignment. Again, as your body's coming back together from having your pelvis area expand to make room for baby and then birth baby, and now it's coming back together at a really hard time where your ergonomics are off and you're not sleeping well. A couple of really light adjustments, we do a little drop table adjustment that uh, just helps so much to maintain your spinal health and hopefully keeps, keeps many of our patients um, and any of you that are enjoy chiropractic care after pregnancy um, just as symmetrical and healthy as possible. So the next thing you talk about is kind of general lifting of the baby. Anytime you lift anything, you wanna bend down with your knees and pick up. You don't wanna bend at the waist. That's gonna put extra pressure on the low back. With a baby, you really wanna keep it as close to your body as possible. So if you're going to pick up the baby and then you're going to put the baby in a crib, you wanna keep the baby close to your body you wanna keep a bend in your knees. Obviously to put a baby in a crib, you're going to have to bend at the waist to some degree, but having a little bend in your knees is gonna be helpful. Keep a flat back if you can and be really specific and intentional about kind of tightening those muscles back there as you bend over, keeping the baby close to you and then put the baby down in the crib. Um, Again, there's no perfect way to to do that because it's kind of awkward. The same thing goes when you're putting um, Let's say as a baby gets into more of a car seat, out of the car carrier, and now we're, or even in the car carrier, I guess, you want to keep it as close to your body. At when you're putting it in the car, um, and then as they become like toddlers, you want to keep the 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 toddler close to you and and put them into the car. There's another part about toddlers. <laughs> once once your little sweet baby turns into a growing toddler you kind of have to be prepared for anything, right? So I, I think about my softball days where I used to play outfield or I used to be a catcher and play first base, but I spent some time out in out in the outfield. You have to be prepared for anything. And so you kind of have to be in that softball stance with your, your hands open and your, and your knees bent because you never know what's going to happen. And that's exactly the same thing with a toddler. You think you're just going to put them in the car seat and it's going to go as planned. And they decide that they're going to go the direct opposite you know, um, uh, mo- of movement that you're trying to have them do. So you kind of have to be prepared for them to be squirmy, for them to make quick movements and having that little bend in your knee- knees and kind of just being prepared for that can help you not have something that's going to throw your back out or, or cause a lot of strain on you. The more prepared you are for those different movements, the better it's going to be. Um, another thing that comes up in my practice is um, baby wearing. And so... I'm a big fan of it. I think I, I there was not a lot of talk about baby wearing when I had my boys. My boys are 17 and 18 now. And I don't really remember anyone doing it. But now I have a lot of moms that come in, especially ones that have other kids, because now baby can be right on them. And they, man, they make this little, this little wrap, and they seem to make it look easy. I'm sure it takes a while to figure it out. But I bet you could YouTube how to do it. And Number one, it keeps baby as close as humanly possible. Babies tend to like it. They like to be supported and wrapped up and close to you and hearing your heartbeat. But then you have two hands that are free. So it's going to ergonomically be better for you than trying to just carry the baby on one arm or on one hip. If you choose to carry a baby that way, you want to try to shift back and forth. If you start carrying a baby on one side and you get just locked into that position, you're going to be doing things non-symmetrically. It's going to affect your pelvis. It's going to affect your SI joints. It's going to affect your cervicals and your thoracics, It's going to affect every part of your body. That being said, I'm sure I did it just on one side because one side's normally more comfortable. But if from a very, if you can start from the beginning and be conscious that, On Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm gonna go on the right side. And on the opposite days, I'm gonna go on on the opposite side and really try to teach your body to be strong in both ways. You're going to save yourself down the road because as we've talked in in other segments of ergonomics, anything you're doing symmetrically is always going to be better than something you're doing non-symmetrically. Let's see if I have anything else. Um, Changing baby. Now, again, I was a culprit. I changed the baby on the floor of my living room, but technically it is better to be able to change a baby on a heightened surface so that you're not bending over, you're not getting down on the ground and getting back up and leaning over to to change a baby. But I totally didn't do this and I kind of was fine, but it is a recommendation. diaper bags. I pick up diaper bags from my patients and they weigh more sometimes than the car seat and the carrier. So it's one thing if you're going on a three-day road trip, right? You obviously need to bring a ton for baby and those bags can get really heavy. But just like our purses, ladies, Many times you open up your purse, you're like, what on earth did, like, do I have rocks in here? And you get to the bottom you're like, oh, I shouldn't have this in here. Oh, this is, I don't know why I have this in here. So diaper bags are going to be kind of the same thing. And I recommend having like a quick trip bag. If you're literally leaving the home to go to the pediatrician or come to my office or, you know, wherever you're going with baby and it's quick, just a little bag that does not weigh a lot, that has a couple of diapers, some wipes, maybe one change, you know, one change of clothing if necessary, just in case, because you just never know what's going to happen with a baby, you know, you have the, all the best intentions and then you put the baby in the car, seek care, and they, they have a blowout and you know, your, your whole life just has to stop right there. Claire, uh, one of my doctors at the practice just had a baby and she was like, I will never question why a, a new mom might be late to our office ever again. She's like, I get it, you think you're prepared, you think you're ready to head out the door and then your whole plan is just canceled. So you always have to give a little more time and a little extra a, a little extra space in your life when you are taking care of a newborn, taking care of a toddler and give yourself a little bit of grace. If you are able to during this time of your life, Go get a massage. Go make sure you get some rest. Take a nap. Have help. There's so many things that, being a new mom and going through this period of time, it's it's so challenging on our bodies that we do need to make sure that we squeeze in a little bit of self care. I know that's not possible in so many so many ways, and that you know, unfortunately, a lot of the heavy lifting, no pun intended, comes from the mom, especially if they are nursing. Um, But it's a limited period of time. If you can try to make your ergonomics as healthy as possible, get the care you need, whether it's massage or physical therapy or chiropractic, get some sleep, keep your body hydrated, eat some healthy foods. I promise you, you will get through this phase and you'll get to the other end of it and things won't be quite as taxing. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at simplysocket.com. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Socket Podcast. Looking for more gratitude, confidence, and happiness in your life? Check out our website, www.simplysocket.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at simplysocket. And remember be unapologetically you. It's a waste of energy to be anything else.